Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kurt Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for June 18th in the year of our Lord, 2019. This is our two of two, and our goal always to promote God, family, and country and protect life, liberty, and property in the traditions of our founding fathers. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. Man, we had a lot of news last hour, I'll tell you what, and we got a lot more this hour. How do you like that? Our guest today, Mr. Joel Skousen, worldaffairsbrief.com, uh, commentary on a troubled world. Welcome back. Long time no here, my brother. Uh, thank you very much. Good to be with you. Um, there's so much to cover in the news. How do you pick on a weekly basis what you cover, Joel? Well, you know, there's hundreds of stories, but I try to cover what I think are the most important relative to two things, really, and that's the operations of the dark side of government. Uh, anytime I can reveal uh, a lie that the government is making, uh, which is very often, um, and expose that, I'll do that. And I also uh, try to concentrate on uh, the big picture, which is the coming World War III with Russia and China, which is being still underplayed, even though people are getting, uh, you know, government's certainly uh, more concerned, but it's being underplayed to the public. Wow. So lies of the government, which there are plenty. Uh, and the problem is that oftentimes, Joel, it's multiple Lies. In other words, it doesn't matter whose side you take, it's a lie, right? Yeah, very few people are telling the truth. Um, I mean, even uh, President Trump seems to exaggerate, like in his uh, you know, Mex- agreement with Mexico and immigration. Uh, there's, it's not an, uh, an outright lie in the sense that he's not trying to, to deceive, but he's claiming victory well before anything substantive has been done. Do you think he's doing that just to save face? Do you doing that? Do you think he's doing that because he really believes it? Do you think he's doing that because um, he doesn't care what we think or what the truth is? What do you think drives that for him? Oh, it's mostly just uh, trying to put a good face on everything. Trump uh, has got a success mentality. He's got to, uh, you know, be successful even when there isn't win- uh, with there isn't real success. Uh, he'll try to make it as if it is. Uh, he just. Uh, you know, like the globalists won't take no for an answer to their globalist agenda. Trump won't take um, failure, uh, or, you know, and he'll manufacture a, a win, as he has in North Korea, for example. I mean, it's an absolute failure, his diplomacy. and Kim is doing nothing to disarm, and yet he's claiming it's, it's a success. And do you believe he really thinks it's a success, or do you think he knows better it's just his spin? You know, it's really hard to tell. Um, you know, there's a lot of wishful thinking in, in Donald Trump um, and where you draw the line between actually believing it. You know, I don't think if you really pin him down, but he's the person who doesn't want to pin himself down mentally. He wants to go where the success is or where the image of success is. And, uh, you know, it's different than somebody who absolutely knows uh, and it's going to falsify something. That's not Donald Trump. It's uh, It's wishful thinking. I want this to be, and I'm going to, um, you know, talk myself into it. I'm going to continue to uh, uh, to push a certain agenda and, and hope that it really does turn out, and it's not going to turn out. Either the immigration uh, 
halting is not going to turn out. I mean, just like in the news, uh, before the program, they talk about uh, Trump administration is going to prepare to return millions of people to Mexico. I'll tell you, it's not going to happen. And one of the reasons is because Mexico doesn't have any facilities to house millions of people. And they're, not only they, you know, do they not have them, but they're not even interested in building them. They have a no, no, globalist agenda that's opposite of that, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Mexico is just playing a game of uh, signing on and saying, yeah, we're going to agree to this and this. But there are virtually, in this agreement with Mexico, no performance guarantees, meaning uh, there's no uh, you know, percentages of uh, immigration has to end uh, across the border. That should be the bottom line. Is that in the first month, you know, you've got to cut uh, illegal immigration coming into this country by uh, 10%, and it's got to be 20%, and then 30%, it's got to be 50% in six months, and in a year, it's got to end, you know? <laughs> and otherwise, the tariffs go into effect in accordance with what you don't do. And uh, there's nothing like that in the agreement. All there is hollow promises. Trump says, we'll wait and see and give it 90 days. Well, in 90 days, you know. Uh, almost a million more people all across the border. And now, I bring this up because I think that this subterfuge that we're seeing on Mexico is basically what's happening with almost every enemy state or uh, a country around the world. I mean, the same thing with China, the same thing with Russia, the same thing with North Korea, the same thing with all these countries. We, on one hand, are told that there's progress, told that they've made concessions, and never are the concessions real. Isn't this basically a different uh, topic but same kind of uh, reality check? Well, there, there is a difference um, in the sense that, uh, you know, we know that uh, North Korea, Russia, and China are in, uh, they've always been in deception mode. Their whole modus operandi of operating the West is to deceive the West as to both their abilities, their timing for attacking the West, uh, their military buildups, all of that is purposeful, um, calculated deception. Uh, with Donald Trump, it's wishful thinking. It's um, I'm, I want to be a success, and uh, I've got all these roadblocks and things. So here's an avenue which I can, uh, you know, you know, looks like I can do something. And uh, Mexico is promising, and I won't push them because you see, if I push them, it'll fail. So you see, you know, the failure will become obvious. But by doing hollow promises, by saying by accepting his hollow. Uh, promises that I'm going to disarm, uh, he can continue to make it look like a success. So this is almost like a uh, a sickness, mental illness, uh, or a success uh, mental illness, meaning that I've got to have success above all. This is an ego problem. And uh, a person can easily play games with reality, and wishful thinking can take over. I mean, a lot of people well, even in the conservative movement, play this. Yes, and what what you're going to see, even is you might even see a token um, pointer two that can be can be looked at and say, "See, look at the success." You might you might see these faux milestones along the way. Um, they might even be somewhat good or better than the alternative, but but yet they won't move the needle in the right direction enough to matter, right? That's exactly right. And Mexico is doing just that. For example, they put troops uh, out there on the border with. Uh, and they did stop some people coming across the border from Guatemala and Mexico. They stopped a migrant caravan. But they know darn well that migrant is going to go back, disperse, and come across as individuals and then reform on the other side. And Mexicans say, see, we stopped a caravan. But it didn't stop the problem. The problem goes around the block. In other words, 
uh, you know, and, and it's like the the twenty six bank accounts that they supposedly froze. Now we don't know for how long, and and who's going to check up to see if they unfreeze them without telling us. But these are big corporations that are supposedly be involved in in funding the migrant caravans. The point is that the coyotes need to be shut down. These people who are individuals who deal in cash that don't have bank accounts. You can't stop them. You've got to run sting operations. You're going to have agents out there faking or pretending to be migrants. And when the guy accepts $1,000 to take him across the border, you lock him up. And it sets, uh, it sends a chilling signal to the other coyotes that, uh-oh, you know, we've got to be very careful. In fact, i I got to get out of this business because, you know, I'm going to get trapped. One of the other That's interesting the- things that I think is fascinating about this is, is Donald uh, does things that I can almost assure you is, are going to get stopped. In other words, I make this move and I know the courts and the judge is going to shut me down and then it allows me to declare that I'm doing the very best that I can to, to, to get to the bottom of this. But I could do things that might move the needle, but I don't. What I do is I do things that I know will get challenged and I know will get stopped and then I can look like the hero working on it, uh, but yet uh, progress can never be made. Um, is there something to that? No, I don't think so. I don't okay, think so you think so. he's really doing the things that he di- he really does think will move the ball? No, no, I'm not saying he thinks he moves the ball. I don't think he's saying, you know, I know they're going to stop me, so I'm going to try to do this so I can look the hero. Uh, no, I think he actually tried to do the right things. I mean, my suggestion got through to the president about uh, declaring that anybody in the country illegally cannot apply for asylum, and the court shut it down. And the courts have tried to shut down the the weight in Mexico and all the other things, but, you know, they can't do it now that Mexico is agreeing, but you watch. Mexico take a token 200 people, and, and that's what they agreed with, uh, you know, in December, and, you know, it was a victory for Trump to get it up to 400. Well, what's 400 people, uh, you know, in terms of the millions that are waiting in the United States under asylum? I mean, this is, um, it's just not going to change the thing. That's what I'm saying. What do you think could be done to really move the needle that wouldn't be challenged or stopped? On one hand, you want to you want to say the president's done nothing. On the other hand, you want to say at least he's trying. Um, and, and a lot of people are kind of caught in this this middle ground where they're like, you know what? I appreciate what Donald's done, but man, he's sure not getting near enough done that we think. And and in some ways, we've lost a lot of ground. And I think a lot of people are kind of in that scenario. Well, yeah, I'm the first to admit that Donald Trump is trying, but uh, he's got a personality weakness, an ego about success, where he gives up too soon. When he sees an immutable wall, he'll say, all right, I'm going to compromise this and then call it a success. And whether it was the government shutdown when he declared success, and it was clearly not a success, uh, whether it's North Korea, which he declared a success, and it's not, or the Mexican immigration, um, it's just not working. I mean, it, here's what you got to do to to shut the. You have to declare a real emergency, and he's ruined it. First of all, by declaring an emergency just over. That's not how to do it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll come back get a little more breakdown on how it should be done. We got a lot of stories in WorldAffairsBrief.com to talk about. You want a test copy? Get a hold of Joel. He'll get you one. And then sign up, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, incredible commentary uh, on and insights on a troubled world. Trump's deal with Mexico in seconds on your radio. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. 
Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Ladies and gentlemen, Joel Skousen riding shotgun today, worldaffairsbrief.com. Check it out. Get your pilot copy. Learn about it. I'm telling you, incredible commentary on a troubled world. Not only commentary, but solutions, I might add. Uh, so, Donald trying hard, but just not moving the marker on Mexico. Mexico feigning that they're willing to do something, but it's all a token, uh, to some degree, kind of a false flag, saying, hey, we're going to move the needle on this. But they're playing games with the people, and we're not really locking down the border at all. In fact, it's getting worse, Joel. Yes, it is. And, you know, Donald Trump's claim that we're going to deport millions of illegals, uh, you know, and even Fox News says, you know, he's short on details. Where are the details? How are you going to do that? And uh, it's just, uh, you know, not going to happen. So Now, in President Trump's defense, I mean, everybody's against him on this almost, at least that has political power, right? It seems like everybody's against him on this. What is that? Uh, I'm saying everybody with power seems to be against President Trump on the border, though. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how he moves the needle. How do you, what do you think he could really do that would be um, well, it, unstoppable, you know, it be so done, to speak? It has to be done by a national emergency. Uh, and it has to be done on the proper basis, not on the basis of, uh, you know, the congressional funding issue, which he did. And he basically, you know, ruined the national emergency because you use it ineffectively and then it's hard to use it again. But he needs to base it on his role as the president. I, my ultimate duty is to protect the lives and property of American citizens, which are being, which are at risk of this invasion of illegal a- aliens. And so uh, I think under emergency uh, powers, which basically the courts can't stop, he needs to uh, put troops on the border with, uh, you know, shoot to, uh, to kill orders, uh, and not that he's going to have to shoot many people, but, you know, that order goes out and then people 
you know, and coyotes themselves say, okay, the game has changed, and it suddenly becomes something uh, much different. You tell Mexico that uh, tariffs are 10% now on everything coming from in, they're going to go up 5% per month unless you stop the Mexican immigration. You put your troops on the border. You stop them. You do sting operations to coyotes. You stop the migrant caravan. You ship them back. And you just start jacking up those tariffs until, and believe me, the Mexico government, that got their attention this time. And they were able to defuse it. And part of that was because all of the American corporations coming to Donald Trump and say, oh, you can't do this. You know, it's going to hurt our business, you know, of importing Mexican cars. And I published in the World Affairs Brief all the car manufacturers that are in Mexico, almost every one, uh, has certain models being created uh, or built in Mexico. But, you know, there's avocados coming through, grapes, watermelons, uh, just tons of, of commerce that could really hurt Mexico very quickly. Believe me, that's a way to get their attention. But it would take Donald to stick to his guns. That's right. And, you know, he doesn't have much staying power. He wants to be too popular. And when a person wants to be popular more than he wants to do what's right, I mean, it's not that Donald Trump doesn't want to do what's right, but he wants to be popular more than do what's right. It's like the person who says, yeah, I want to lose weight, but they want to avoid the pain of hunger more than they want to lose weight. So it doesn't matter if you have a desire to do something. It depends on the price that you've got to pay in order to accomplish that desire. And most people are unwilling to pay the price, and so is Donald Trump. All right. Uh, the media is not helping. They're leaving this to very convoluted terms and details and et cetera. Mexico uh, playing games with words and terms. Uh, same with uh, the media. So there's two very separate topics and claims here. You got trafficking and you got financing. Um, people are confused of which is which, right? Well, and you see, Mexico puts it all, you know, we're stopping this. And the funds that are talking about are human trafficking and they have drug uh, interdiction in the same thing. And uh, look, you, you can't mix these two. Drug money is the big thing. And when you say that I'm. Uh, uh, freezing 26 bank accounts, and they're involved in human trafficking, drug trafficking, this and that. Well, which is it? I mean, is 90% of it drug trafficking? Then you're not really stopping uh, human trafficking. Is 96% of it that, or you're not stopping the caravans? I mean, this is just very, very silly to be able to make these claims and then put four or five criteria into the, and not tell us which ones are being frozen. And I can tell you that the coyotes are not being frozen because they are, they're dealing in cash and they don't have big bank accounts. So what you basically have, as far as I can tell, is on the surface, they'll arrest somebody. On the surface, they'll claim this. On the surface, they'll say we blocked that. But the reality is it's all in the early stages of things and there's never any follow through. So it really doesn't matter, meaning it doesn't really move the, the needle at all. And there's no follow through by the press. They don't say, all right, what's the status of the person in the U.S.? Oh, we released him last week. Yeah, you see. Yeah, we arrest them for the, to make Trump think that we're doing something, and then you release them the next week. Or we freeze funding, and then we release the funding, or make the funding that's available right. again. Or we, that's, and it goes on and on and on, and, and, and this well, is very confusing. It just switches to a different account, and, and, and Mexico silently lets that money be transferred to the other account. And it's just so many ways to get around this, uh, these hollow promises. The bottom line is Trump should have never made an agreement without performance standard and saying the numbers of illegals crossing has to be reduced. And, tra and tariffs are now in 
uh, slapped on you, and they won't be reduced until the commensurate amount of illegals crossing the borders. It's your responsibility to stop them from crossing into the United States. Now, the other thing that ought to be done, in my opinion, is a lot of people come north, then they send money back to their families south. We need to stop the, the flow of money back, too, right? That's right. And he could do that with a national emergency. Uh, and unfortunately, that's a, you know, it's hard to distinguish between the good, bad, and the ugly, uh, you know, about sending money. There are legitimate people sending money, and then there are illegals. But, uh, you know, that's one way to just say, you know, that money's going to, uh, there's going to be a, f- we're basically closing the border, border financially. And I would also say you close the border to all uh, passage. Even tourists of America can't go into Mexico. You, you close the border and you say only those people can come back into the United States who have a legitimate visa already uh, or an American passport. Those are the only people who can come back. And it sounds harsh, ladies and gentlemen, but there's no other way to get a handle on this. Otherwise, you'll always be deceived. You'll always be behind. It reminds me of, of kind of a computer warfare, the good, the good hats versus the bad hats. And unless you take serious, serious steps, you're just always behind the eight ball and you'll never get it done. Well, as I pointed out in the brief two weeks ago, we're reaching, if we haven't already reached the point whereby we have almost a permanent democratic socialist majority in the United States or people who vote in favor of those types of things. I and pray so, we're not there yet, but I predict you're right. But we are we are so close. That's why this is such a crucial thing. You say, oh, you can't do this to people. You can't stop trade with Mexico. That's going to inconvenience somebody. But, but, but listen, if you get a full democratic president, democratic senate, and congress, and we know the courts are already controlled by the deep state, and they start to pass everything, you know, from gun control and just like some of the Democratic candidates say, we're getting rid of voter ID, make sure that anybody can vote instantaneously and register. I mean, we're just, we're, we've lost it. Once you've got raw democracy, which we almost have right now, where you can do anything by majority rule, your rights are gone. The guns are gone. You know, your property rights, your taxes will go up. The estate taxes will suddenly go up or you'll lose 50% of everything that you've guarded, you can't pass it on to your children anymore because of the state taxes. This is a great evil. We've lost well, a lot of ever. free speech, too, man. A lot of people are getting kicked That's off right. the big networks that are controlling, and more of it's happened under Trump, believe it or not, than even before so. That's right. And, uh, you know, there's antitrust laws that he should be able to invoke to uh, stop these people from... Uh, you know, from doing this, we're quickly going to get to be like Canada, where pastors are being arrested for preaching against homosexuality. Ladies and gentlemen, it's getting scary, but what we need to do is just our part. We can't solve the world by 3 o'clock, but we can do uh, our part and get involved, and it starts with education. Worldaffairsbrief.com. Let's talk about the two more tankers that got attacked near Iran, Joel. Well, it's a little more than suspicious that another false flag attack on oil tankers has happened just as Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was in Tehran meeting with Iranian leaders in an attempt to forge a diplomatic solution with the U.S. and avoid war. Uh, and U.S. officials you know, are clearly looking to justify a war based upon these attacks, with one official saying, of course, it's highly likely. And, and since that highly likely claim, they produced a video uh, showing... Uh, an Iranian naval vessel going up to one of the tankers and supposedly removing a mine. I've watched the video. There's nothing that shows that they're removing a mine. And believe me, if you know anything about mines, you just don't do that. 
You don't do that with a ship full of people. Go up against a mine that is armed and possibly going to explode and just pull it off uh, the uh, the ship. You have you do this with remote uh, uh, long distance booms and other things, and you just don't get a whole boatload of people right up next to the mine. Yeah, but it sure works good for propaganda, Joel. Yeah. All right, quick pause, ladies and gentlemen. Joel Skousen with us, worldaffairsbrief.com. We'll break that down uh, a little more here. And we got to talk about the growing Russia and Chinese alliance as well. There's a lot going on in the world, folks. And the mainstream press just doesn't report on any of it. You're not even clued in on what's happening. Hang tight. Joel's got the breakdown in seconds on your radio. <laughs> Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. Police in Orlando bracing for huge crowds of Trump supporters as well as a fair number of protesters in and around the Amway Center, where tonight the president will formally launch his re-election campaign. Those who want to get into the rally started lining up last night. We're here to support Trump. We love our president. Support the greatest president of all time. The Amway Center can accommodate 20,000 people. Reports are there have been 100,000 requests for tickets. The U.S. is sending a 1,000 more troops to the Middle East to counter threats posed by Iran. Acting Defense Chief Pat Shanahan saying the soldiers will be deployed for defensive purposes against any possible threats from Iran as tensions rise between the U.S. and the Tehran government. An Iranian leader saying the United States better not underestimate Iran's ability to defend itself. This is USA Radio News. Texting enrolls you in recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text FORCE to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text FORCE to 321321. That's F-O-R-C-E to 321321. A military court at Naval Base San Diego expecting to seat a jury today in the war crimes court-martial of Navy SEAL Eddie Gallagher, who's accused of killing a teenage ISIS fighter in Iraq in 2017, as well as two civilians. Jury selection began yesterday. The trial scheduled to end on July 5th, and Gallagher could face life in prison if convicted. Illegal immigrants now have access to driver's licenses in New York State under a law approved by the legislature yesterday and quickly signed by Governor Andrew Cuomo. New York City's Democratic Mayor Bill de Blasio, who's also running for president, was a major proponent of the measure. It's about fairness, but it's also about safety for all of us and for our families. Dallas police still trying to figure out why a 22-year-old heavily armed Army veteran went on a shooting spree outside a federal building and courthouse yesterday morning. Brian Clyde of Fort Worth ended up killed in a shootout with local and federal officers. And this is USA Radio News. 
They're sure trying to drag Iran into it, aren't they, Joel Skousen? Absolutely right. Uh, that's because Iran is the only Muslim country in the Middle East not allied with the phony U.S. war on terrorists who are trying to become self-sufficient in weaponry. And the globalists want, you know, Muslims uh, that are cannon fodder in war, but they don't want them with their own independent ability to uh, to strike back, and that's what Iran has. Well, our prayers are that somebody, somebody somewhere can go for peace. Donald had some pretty good instincts when he was on the campaign trail, but now he's surrounded by so many war hawks. I don't, I don't think the poor guy could see straight. Well, he doesn't do, as I pointed out in the World Affairs Brief, he doesn't do any of his own homework. He depends on briefings, and so you're trapped by who you, you know, and to choose Gina Haspel as the CIA dark side operator as new CIA director because he liked her briefing shows that he cannot distinguish. He just doesn't have the background to distinguish false intelligence from true intelligence. And uh, uh, that's why he's bought into all of this. You know, he's sure that Iran did it. And uh, so they can talk him into anything now that he's convinced that Iran did it. He's got to get some good people around him that can, that can understand the deep state and understand what's actually happening to, to give him a little bit of of, uh, daily briefings. I'm thinking. There's nothing, nobody. Uh, He's, you know, he doesn't know how to choose. He came into the presidency without knowing any conservatives. Uh, I mean, how do you staff 4,000 people in the West Wing of the White House when you don't know anybody? Ouch. You, let the, you let the establishment do it, and they have done it, and that's why you got so many leaks. I mean, for example, yesterday they pulled out this, uh, you know, beside the boat taking the mine off, which was false. I mean, they don't ever publish... Uh, Iran's view of the thing. What was the boat doing there? And Iran would say, well, we were helping and, uh, you know, with the rescue. And they were. Uh, Iranian boats were the first one on the scene to help rescue the people uh, off of these uh, crews. And you can distort anything, you know, when you just have a picture of a boat. I mean, they put out the story about the missiles that Iran shot at the Reaper drone. Well, they never did tell where exactly was that Reaper drone. Now, they claim that it was, you know, surveilling the area, but, you know, it was very close to the 12-mile limit. And if the Reaper drone, and that's an armed drone, that's an armed piece of weaponry, was in Iranian airspace, then they're justified in shooting at it. So, you see, they don't tell you the whole story about why Iran did it, where it was specifically located. Yeah, and even when Iran does anything good, though, they can't highlight that or else people might start to basically say, hey, maybe these aren't as bad of an actor as we've been uh, indoctrinated to believe for so many years, right? Absolutely. All right, let's talk about the growing Russia-Chinese alliance. I say it's the biggest threat we know. Well, it really is, and it got the world's attention when all of a sudden Putin pulled out the red carpet and everything for China's uh, Xi Jinping uh, in his visit to the uh, St. Petersburg International Economic Forum. Um, and, uh, I mean, literally it was... Uh, I mean, this is uh, Russia's forum competing with the annual globalist uh, Davos Economic Conference in Switzerland. But, I mean, it started out last or the week before with uh, Xi Jinping giving Putin an honorary degree at, uh, in Beijing and talking about we're good friends and old friends from the Chinese people. They talk about, uh, you know, uh, military parades. They have uh, uh, special um, operas, you know, for Xi. This is the biggest you know, reception that uh, Russia's ever given a Chinese leader, and they're basically telegraphing a message that we are uh, joining forces against the West, and that's exactly what's happening. Now, understand, 
that on one hand, you see the sinister reality uh, if you uh, have eyes to see and ears to hear. On the other hand, um, if you don't understand, you almost believe it's a good thing they're working together. Hey, our most favorite nation trading partner might help Russia see uh, what's going on and we might be able to... Okay, that's the deception going on here is that, hey, they don't have um, a kind eye to the West idea in linking up. The fact that China's our most uh, favored nation trading partner just means we um, leak like a sieve when it comes to money. And all that money is going to build a military industrial complex. And this joining of forces um, is very sinister. But uh, the way they're pitching it in the media, you almost don't catch that reality. Joel? Well, you know, I quote from various mainstream sources, you know, scratching their heads about this. Well, you know, what could Russia and China possibly, you know, have in common that would want them to ally? And, of course, none of them talk about the fact that they're allying temporarily for war against the West. Uh, they say China needs uh, uh, Russia's raw materials, and that isn't true at all. Uh, and uh, they say uh, Russia needs China's influence in the world. Well, that isn't true at all. Uh, Russia needs China on board because China is actually its biggest competitor after the globalist in the New World Order of the West. Uh, China is something that Russia knows is a, is a competition in the t- tyranny field of controlling the world. Each of the three predator centers, Russia, China, and the Anglo-American establishment, want to control their own version of the New World Order. And even though the Russian-American the uh, Anglo-American establishment has been trying to build up these two enemies, Russia and China, through trade and, and uh, letting them steal technology. Uh, that doesn't mean that they control them. A lot of phony conspiracy theorists have said, you know, because Rothschild is involved in banking in Russia, that they must control Russia, and Russia is a puppet state of the globalists. Nothing could be further than the truth. They mistake helping build an enemy to controlling them, and they don't control them. And they may uh, have appearance of controlling them while they want them to have that appearance so the money continues to flow. But eventually the gloves will come off. On whose part are you talking about? On Russia's part. Well, that's right. On China's part. Eventually the gloves are going to come off and it isn't going to be pretty. No, it isn't going to be pretty because of Presidential Decision Directive 60, which basically instructs our nuclear forces to absorb a nuclear first strike. They know that Russia and China are going to strike someday. And part of the big agenda of warring against Iran is to create this image of the bully of the world. And the world is getting tired of U.S. intervention and uh, and, and Gulf of Tonkin false flag operations like these tanker incidents. Uh, it's uh, I would say the majority in the world uh, are suspicious and don't believe the Americans when they say that the Iranians did this. And sadly, they're right. Absolutely, they're right. And they're also right about the ugly American, that, referring to the American government. Uh, I mean, we ourselves, you know, view our own government as the enemy. And uh, it's because of the actions taken, ladies and gentlemen. It is a relentless march forward uh, with this agenda as well. And I'm telling you, it's going to come home to roost. While that's all happening on the global sphere, or global sphere, whatever you want to call it there, the global stage, the NSA is passing out information like candy, huh, Joel? Well, not to everybody, but they are to Israel. Uh, 
None of the mainstream media gave any coverage to the dramatic leak that showed the NSA gave Israel intelligence access to all U.S. citizens' communications data. And this happened before the NSA ever admitted that they were spying on all domestic communications. As Russian insider said, that the NSA gave Israel access to all U.S. citizens' communications data leaked documents show. The U.S. also cooperated in helping Israel conduct targeted assassinations against Hezbollah. Frustrated by a legal ban on sharing intelligence with Israeli operatives conducting targeted assassinations against Hezbollah, the NSA crafted a loophole giving them total access even to U.S. citizens' data leaked documents show. Well, there's a little bit of disinformation in this, you know, quite a bit, in fact. It wasn't that they gave them all this information to help them in their targeted assassinations, because there are very few Americans that are associated with Lebanon and with the Hezbollah. They gave Israel, and this was just the excuse, the war on terror gave them the excuse to give them all this data. First of all, remember, this is not just metadata, the tags on this thing. This is the content, and this is proof that the NSA is, in fact, retaining all the contact. In fact, when you spy, you get the metadata and the content. You have to separate it yourself. And who's going to believe that the NSA is going to discard the content and just leave the metadata? I mean, I've got a Brooklyn Bridge to sell you. You know. Yeah, they're lying and saying there's nothing personal here. Don't worry about it, right? That's right. And uh, we're not domestic spying, which is a lie. The reason that they gave all this telephone and email data to, uh, to Israel so Israel could spy on American industrial communications and thereby steal technology. Now, why give Israel this technology? Well, you notice that most of the new technology nowadays is coming, a lot of it's coming out of Israel, and a lot of that is being sold to China. Israel has a tremendous amount of technical uh, material that they sell to China, and the U.S. knows this. The U.S. has facilitated this. This is part of the deep state, making sure that China has what it takes to become a world military power without getting involved directly in selling them that technology. They let Israel do it. And so Israel, for those... And that's what I mean by they're handing out the candy. The surface story is, hey, they're breaching all of our communications and giving it to Israel, violating our privacy. But really on the back end of this is a massive technology and capability transfer literally through Israel uh, as a way to get into the hands of enemies without doing it directly. Joel will finish on this topic in seconds. Worldaffairsbrief.com, Liberty Roundtable, live. So you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on 24-7 with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. TalkRight, the conservative app offered by TalkStream Live that caters exclusively to the conservative talk radio community. Here you'll see only talk shows and podcasts from the conservative right. All the big broadcast names and online digital shows in one place. TalkRight makes it easy to find all your favorite conservative talkers with all the upscale features you come to expect from TalkStream Live. Keep up with the fast-paced political world. Download TalkRight today from Google Play or the App Store. Do we reflect about our future? 
and where we as a culture are moving? Do we keep our trust in our jobs, homes, money, life necessities, investments, stock markets? Do we believe that our 401ks or other retirements will always be there and that the current economic order will recover? Is the economy going to recover and life return to normal? It ain't gonna happen by a friend of Medjugorje. Whether you are poor, middle class or rich, it ain't gonna happen. A book of astounding revelations about the present economic order and where we are heading. It ain't gonna happen by a friend of Medjugorje. To order, visit medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, or call Caritas in the U.S. 205-672-2000 So the American people are being betrayed by the NSA, that's for sure, and personal data is being stolen, but the real issue is the uh, spying taking place in the commercial sector relating to technology that gets literally uh, backed into Israel and then sold to enemies. And it's a roundabout way to betray us, but it's, I'm telling you right now, the candy is the technology, Joel. Yes, it really is. It's a very serious breach of um, and theft of American industrial secrets. And so, um, and as I say, the NSA is very much part of the deep state, and so is Israel. It's a treasonous reality, in my humble opinion. Yes, but they don't, uh, you know, they've interpreted away treason anymore. Sadly true. But I'm telling you, this is critical. All right, folks, I want to talk about a couple of topics before we end here with Joel Skousen. I want to talk about Biden's climate change deal. It came on the heels of the Ocasio-Cortez um, Green New Deal kind of a thing. They've been at this for a long time. It's they're they're hoping to codify it in Biden and and uh, everybody else is picking the extreme and then they're trying to act like Biden's kind of the the docile guy more towards the center. Um, these other guys are extreme, but Biden is is kind of the common sense Democrat, common sense socialist, uh, and they're trying to make us believe that somehow Biden's climate change deal is a step back from that extremism, but it's really the same stuff, Joel. Yes, it really is, and it's handing Trump, uh, you know, a sure win in 2020 if Biden tries to push this, because his new climate deal essentially uh, takes away all of your, uh, you know, oil and gas infrastructure, and that affects uh, millions of blue-collar workers, from all the auto workers to the auto parts workers and things. And, uh, you know, even Mitt Romney of Utah is stupidly backing, uh, you know, the climate change uh, agenda. It's just a a huge bandwagon that is, uh, you know, that's why they're calling climate change now rather than global warming, uh, because, you know, whichever way the climate goes, and climate's always changing, but it's just not based upon, you know, human input. How are we getting global cooling now uh, without, uh, if it's supposedly global warming? So, but this is a real problem. Uh, I personally don't think that Biden is, is going to be the nominee of the Democrats. I just think he's too weak. Um, I think they're showing like they're going to push Elizabeth Warren up, who's closing in on Biden now. And she's a much better debater, even though she's more radical. Well, and do you think it'll be, uh, if it won't be Biden, 
Uh, do you think it'll really be her, or do you think that they'll have to back away from her at the last minute, too? One of the things that they do is put so many candidates up to where the real one they want doesn't end up getting the scrutiny, right? They buy a lot of time avoiding the scrutiny for their real candidate. Yeah, anything's possible. Uh, you know, all of the candidates have taken radical positions now, and uh, that's not going to sell well. They're going to have trouble backtracking on that, and Donald Trump will make mincemeat out of them. He is a good debater. Uh, not in the sense of knowing the arguments, but at least in terms of the sound bites that he is that really attracts his uh, his, his following. And uh, but he can he can make mincemeat out of uh, these claims that they're making over the Green New Deal or the climate change. Do you think Donald will get another four years? Well, if Democrats keep going like it is, he could do it by default. But I. You know, and that's what I haven't really figured out yet is is why the Democrats seem to be shooting themselves in the foot. And uh, it's clear that Democrats, really, I mean, the deep state really hates Donald Trump, not because he isn't doing their bidding on Iran, but because he's so hard to keep manipulating, keeps changing his mind, and they want a predictable puppet in there. But uh, I so think they kind of love to hate the Donald, though. I think the media loves it because it gets them ratings. I think that the deep state loves it because, yes, on one hand, uh, they hate him, and, and they don't like some of the things he does. He's unpredictable. But at the same time, they're moving the needle in many ways, my friend. Well, no, it has actually slowed down their agenda. Uh, I mean, they haven't gotten anywhere yet on climate change, and uh, they haven't got anywhere yet on uh, Obamacare has, you know, pulled back somewhat, uh, you know, because of the mandate being uh, removed. Uh, All I know is I have less freedom of speech, and I have a hard time getting a straw now. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, but they're doing that. I mean, think how much faster they could do it without Donald Trump in there. Yeah, you could be right. Uh, it's it's a hard battle uh, to fight. And, uh, you know, the problem is, hey, at this point, who do we got for 2020 besides President Trump? Not counting a third-party candidate of some kind. There's nobody, right? Well, that's the problem is that nobody can fill that void of Donald Trump because who can out-promise Donald Trump? Once you get used to these false promises of Donald Trump, uh, it isn't that he's being absolutely deceptive. He just doesn't understand the realities of why you can't get that with the deep state in ensconced in Congress and, and the Democratic control of the House. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's just raised the bar in terms of hope. For well, an example of that is he promised to get rid of gun-free zones first day. Yeah. Boy, do we need that done. Uh, if Americans could actually defend themselves for a change, that would that would be a game changer uh, yeah, for that starters. Would come through, that would have to come through Congress, and that's never going to happen. Yes, it would, and that's my point is that he makes these promises that he just clearly can't keep. It's not possible. But you see, it's impossible for a true conservative to make the kinds of promises that he's doing. And, uh, and so it's a tough show to follow uh, because everybody's got their hopes up. And uh, it's amazing how many people continue to hope blindly in spite of all of the problems of Donald Trump and compromising and selling us, not selling us out, but, you know, uh, failing to follow through. All right. The FBI and their damaging tapes on Martin Luther King is a huge story. And I'm telling you, that's probably the biggest spiked story in modern times, it seems to me. Nobody's talking about it but me and you, Joel, almost. Yeah, although it has got the, you know, the the fact that the tapes won't be released till 2027. They were sealed for 50 years specifically because they contained so much damaging information about Martin Luther King as the supreme religious hypocrite. He was a serial womanizer with prostitutes almost every night. And uh, but the thing that really got people's attention is the 
files that had been leaked out because of a loophole in the uh, uh, the act that was passed, the uh, John F. Kennedy Assassination Records Collection Act of 1992. A lot of those files had leaked out. And one of the major defenders of Martin Luther King wrote a biography. He's a professor at North Carolina, Professor Jason Miller, says now after seeing this, I'll never be able to see King in the late uh, in the same light again, meaning positive light, because what has come out here is the uh, you know file indicating in the transcript of him actually uh, when a rape was occurring among a party that he was attending, et cetera, instead of trying to stop it. He actually encouraged the rape and gave advice on how to get it done more quickly uh, to the guy who was the perpetrator. And this has just shocked the living daylights out of the pro-MLK scholars, and, but the media isn't covering this at all. So we're not going to really see a sea change because the scholars will be mortified, but then the, their, their mortified view will go away and they'll just say, well... The totality of the good he did outweighed the the, the negatives. You know, every, nobody's perfect, and, and it'll just kind of be washed under the rug, whereas really the Me Too movement should take this to the stars, if we we're honest about it, right? Well, that's right. They should, but they won't. Uh, you know, there's a researcher named Garrow who had taken his findings to other outlets based upon these FBI files, but each decided against publishing them. The, the Guardian initially agreed to take the story, uh, edited the piece, paid Garrow for his work, and then decided the story was, quote, too risky to run. Editors at the Atlanta Journal-Constitution said they didn't want to run the piece because they couldn't listen to the actual recordings. That was an excuse. These are the transcripts, you know, of the recording, and the recordings themselves won't come out to 2027, so they're using this as an excuse to basically boycott these stories until there's, quote, proof from the recordings. Well, the proof will be out in 2027, but you can bet None of these papers will, uh, you know, coming out and attack Martin Luther King as the hypocrite that he is. Do you think the proof will really come out in 2027, or do you think they'll find a reason to bury it longer? Well, since most some of this stuff has already come out, I mean, anything's possible. We're talking about the deep state controlling. That's why they put these things, you know, for. But it's possible, too, that, you know, they show that they now control enough in the press that they can keep this stuff from getting to the American public. I mean, how, after how many decades will we be celebrating the Martin Luther King holiday? And uh, In other words, your point is they'll release it, but nobody will really know about it, and nobody will really care. That's right, yeah. So it'll exist, and then later, 10 years later, or whatever it is, if somebody brings it up, they'll be like, that's old news. What you, that's goofy. Sure, he had a couple of uh, you know flaws, but you know what? Overall, he was a great... You know what? I have a dream, too. He's yeah. a great man, that's, and that'll be the order of the day, right? Yeah, that's how they do it. I'm incensed about how many people quote Martin Luther King as a representative, now even in the conservative movement, which I won't do. Uh, neither will I. I will agree that some of the statements made are good statements. I mean, I have a dream that we can all be, you know, gauged on the content of our character. Hey, I, you know, I hope that's true, too. The problem was he wasn't genuine in that. Quote scripture. Say that again. Even the devil can quote scripture. That's exactly right. And so my point is, hey, you know what? Just because there's a couple of words said that are good, uh, that doesn't justify, um, you know, who we choose as our as our messengers and who we choose as our our guide and our. Uh, anyway, uh, the sad part is um, when the American people get more information, instead of doing right things with it, um, they simply ignore it because they don't dare 
uh, take on the truth. All right, you have a pretty cool um, preparedness tip in your latest World Affairs Brief. Joel, do you want to highlight that before you fly? Well, Andrew does the preparedness tip. My son, uh, he did it on long-lasting woolen socks. Nothing wears out as fast as socks. And, boy, I'll tell you, if you get in a survival situation, you run out of socks. It can be really, really uncomfortable, especially in the cold. Uh, we want socks comfortable so our feet are cushioned and warm. We expect to sacrifice durability for comfort, but you don't have to with the new modern technology, which has a special blend of wool that is uh, you know, lightweight and comfortable. And uh, it's amazing. He's uh, trying some of those out just to see how long that they will last. They're supposed to last almost a lifetime, and, uh, and I think that they can do that. So in the World Affairs Brief, there are uh, each week a preparedness tip and uh, everything from equipment, from EMP, to uh, strategies on gardening and things. And it's one of the most popular things about the World Affairs Brief. Your listeners can get a free copy by emailing me at editor at worldaffairsbrief.com. And ladies and gentlemen, these preparedness tips seem so simple. Uh, but understand preparedness is not something you just wake up and spend five grand and get done. Preparedness is something that, that you got to learn line upon line. you got to gain a, a education about it. And it's not only education from a book form. That's a good start. But it's education uh, in the field. It's day-to-day a- application of these principles. It's, it's, it's long-term experience over time. It's, it's, it's gather the supplies that you need slowly. It's to learn how to use them. It's the practical realities of the day-to-day with them. Those are the keys, and that's what this uh, wonderful uh, tips section is about, Joel. That's right, yes. All right, anything else before we let you fly? Well, um, New Zealand gun owners are largely defying the gun ban. Um, uh, only a few hundred people turned in their guns with the new gun ban, and there's over 250,000 people who own guns, so it's not a very good percentage, thank goodness. And thank the heavens for that. It just means that the tyrannical uh, agenda in country after country uh, will have to take a step back. They've been taking steps back uh, since Cain killed Abel. And uh, hopefully we can stand for the sacred cause of liberty, sir. And if enough of us do it, um, you know, hey, we can hold them off and gain ground and we'll pray for the Savior to come, sir. Thank you so much, Joel. You're welcome. Joel Skousen doing a phenomenal job. Worldaffairsbrief.com. If you want to check out his books, it's joelskousen.com to get your free copy. Editor at worldaffairsbrief.com to get that done. For Sam and Kurt, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, we need your financial support. Every donation grows our presence in the media as we tell the tale of liberty every day on your radio, six days a week. LibertyRoundtable.com. Donate today and spread the word about live and on-demand radio at your fingertips free, would you please? We declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic of the United States of America. Yeah.